Hello, and welcome to the first in a series of 10 podcasts for newly qualified teachers and teachers in their early years in the profession. My name is Rebecca Roach, and I've been teaching for 22 years in secondary schools in London and South Wales. I've had a fabulous career so far, and a big part of that has been down to the support and encouragement of colleagues and mentors along the way. And I believe it's so important that teachers new to the profession are well supported as they start their career journey. This first podcast is my top 10 tips for NQTs. I hope you find it useful. So, my number one top tip is be organised. You can quickly feel like you're drowning in those first few weeks as an NQT. It's a big jump from teacher training and having a full timetable can be exhausting. So, being organised with your lesson plans and your resources can make a big difference between the lesson going well and not going so well. So make sure you get those resources photocopied, those PowerPoints at the ready, and you're ready at the classroom door to greet the pupils. Number two is to learn names as quickly as possible. This can make such a difference to your classroom management. So whether it's putting name cards on the tables or having a seating plan so that you know which pupils are sitting where, or getting the photos from Sims so you can recognise pupils, It's really important that you get those names into your brain as quickly as possible. Tip number three is be consistent. Set out your routine for entering the room and starting a lesson and then stick to it. Set out clearly your behaviour rewards and consequences and then stick to what you've said. Children really respond to routine. They like to know what to expect. So it's really important that you try and be as consistent as you can. Tip number four is practice. Teaching is a skill and it takes practice. And expect to have some lessons that don't go so well. There are going to be ups and downs. But don't let the down days put you off trying new things and being brave with different pedagogical strategies. It's a really good time in your first few years to experiment with different types of lessons. Number five is have emotional intelligence. Just remember, they are children and you're the adult in the room. So it's really good to learn a little bit about emotional intelligence and try to learn about yourself. Control your emotions because often the pupils can't necessarily control theirs very well. I read um, a really good book about teenage brains uh, that talked about how um, going into their teenage years, uh, their brains are really wired to be very self-centered and life revolves around them and it's very often impossible for them to understand the effect they're having on other people 
Um, so there are lots of good books about emotional intelligence, um, lots of books by Daniel Coleman and others. Um, and I'd really recommend a read and get in touch with um, your emotions um, in the classroom. Number six is be flexible. Try not to let change, panic or stress you out too much. I know that if an assembly is run over too long and it's affected the start of your lesson, it can be really stressful trying to rethink that lesson plan uh, off the top of your head. But try to stay calm um, and just you know, decide how you're going to approach the lesson um, in a different way. Number seven is ask for help. It is not a sign of weakness to ask other teachers to help you or support you. So it's really important to seek advice from your head of department or senior leaders. And something which I would really recommend is to buddy up with another member of staff, someone who's been at the school a while. Um, it may be something that your head of department can organise for you. Or it may just be that you want to find a colleague who you feel you click with um, and that you feel you could confide in and just make sure that you use the people around you to support you in those first few weeks in school. Tip number eight is to think about either running a club or organising a trip. Now I know this may seem daunting and if you're just you know, managing your timetable and getting used to a new school, um, you may feel that you, you know, haven't got the time and the energy to do this. But there are real rewards and it's a great way to build positive relationships with the pupils. They see you in a different light when they see you in a different context, such as a, a club or a trip. Um, and, you know, they realise that you are a human being um, and it's a really great way to get to know a bit more about pupils in a slightly more relaxed uh, situation than a lesson. So I would really recommend thinking about whether there's something outside of the classroom that you could get involved in. Tip number nine is to remember to eat and drink during the school day. I know it sounds silly, but when you're rushing about trying to get things organised in your break or lunch time, then it's sometimes something which slips. And if your blood sugar level is low, then that can really affect you in terms of having trouble concentrating. Um, it may give you a headache. You may become more irritable or anxious. And these things can really affect your ability to be... Uh, effective in the classroom and be at your best. So just remember to keep hydrated and make sure you eat something during the school day. My final tip is to observe others. I know that it's really difficult if you haven't got many free periods or um, PPA time during the week to think about planning this into your timetable, but I've found it really invaluable over the years to observe other teachers and colleagues. So try and plan maybe once a month and put it into your timetable, into your diary to go and observe someone else. In particular, it might be useful to um, observe a teacher teaching pupils 
that you teach uh, that maybe you're struggling with and to see them in another environment or context. We can learn so much from each other. And so I really would recommend that you try and plan this into your time. I hope you found some of this useful. And my next podcast that I'm planning is on behaviour for learning. Thank you.